Hey, this is Rob Corddry, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. friends welcome back to mad scientist party hour my name's kevin Kraft. once again joined by a man who has no pants or undies on and is currently stretching the skin of his nutsack over the tip of his boner that's jeff clark hey and beaming to us from the dungeon of castle gray skull the skeletal dingleberry known as shuddy boy <laughs> going on fellas hey nice intro uh kevin hey thanks a lot of effort and time to i'm happy how it came together i've been working on that for exactly seven days (laughs) down to the second if i remember correctly you had texted me earlier within the last seven days that you were getting all these i you know you were putting ideas for the intro together from your dreams in your little notepad next to your bed i've been micro that's how hard you've been working on it yeah, I've been micro microdosing LSD to unlock the hidden chambers of my brain to scrape out new intros of brain resin. Nope, that doesn't work. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I blew it all in the intro. It's all downhill from here. I was trying to you make know, some sort I'm- of scraping resin out of my brain. It's been a very long time since I've scraped resin, though. It, me too. It's very nice to not to be in a situation, both financially and marijuana availability, that. Yeah, that was like some just, thirsty teenage. The bowl shit. just gets like you just. You're now that when I clean a bowl, the whole goal is to just get it clean to smoke out of, and it doesn't matter what happens to the resin. Yeah, we're we're pot snobs now. Look at us. We've changed. Yeah, you guys are, <laughs> but. I think the I last still time that resin, you just you that really? resin to me. Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, and it's not it's not a poverty thing. It's not. It's obviously not a lack of marijuana thing. I just like you're just a degenerate. Sometimes, yeah, like I'm very exactly. I'm a degenerate. I don't feel like <laughs> going to the dispensary that night, and I really want to smoke. And then it just dawns on me and say, like, "Wait a second. Cause I have a whole bunch of like Keith in my grinder that I haven't, I, I haven't dug into that in probably a year. Uh, and sometimes like I like to, yeah, get a bunch of resin and fucking sprinkle it with Keith and just get like super high, super high. So you make your own little like resin booger balls. You just like scrape out some yeah. resin. It's almost like making hash. Yep. Exactly. I feel as though it is pretty much a form of hash. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, we call what, this we call this the, Long Beach hash. I mean, I, to me, it's not a terrible <laughs> Jeffy high, rocks. and it's not yeah, nice. Thank you, thank you, Shuddy. You do that much better than Kevin. No, uh, no, rocks. they're Uranus rocks. I actually did scrape some resin out of my bowl a few minutes ago, or uh, last night, and was bummed out by it. I was like, oh, I should have saved that instead. Fuck that. <laughs> You were just in the mood for a resin hit? Well, 
I don't think there's anything that wrong with it. I know, I know the point you guys are making, and it is some junky shit. I, I understand. It's that. not e- not even that. It was something that I regularly did. Like it was like, okay, I'm low on, I'm out of weed, and I'm low on cash. So let's the bowls are dirty. Let's scrape them out. Get every last bit of resin that we can salvage out of there before soaking it in alcohol, and then cleaning it. So it was. It's just something now that. It, when I need to clean the bowl, it, I don't even think about scraping the resin because I marijuana is never far from reach now. Yeah, resin hits were always either an act of desperation or um, a, a salute, a tribute, if you will, to a fallen piece. Like if a piece dropped and broke on the ground, you'd you know scrape the, the resin off the broken pieces, smoke that resin in a different pipe in its honor, and then, you know, have a little funeral. Yeah, I've never done that before, but I I know the junkie move that you're talking about. But I've never just move. been like, you know what? I feel like smoking some resin tonight. Let me scrape the bowl. It, it's not planned like that. It's always like, all right, if I run out of weed and I don't have anything to smoke and I don't have, to, well, I don't have time to go get weed, I'll just clean my bowls, smoke the resin, smoke the keef. And it's like, I kill several birds with one stone. <laughs> you know, I get my high for the night. I clean my bowls. I have fresh bowls moving forward. And then the next day I can go get new weed. Like if you have weed and you still choose to do resin hits, that's like, you know what? I really want an IPA. I got a couple in the fridge, but I think I'm just going to go in the alley and dumpster dive and lick some empty beer cans. <laughs> fuck you you made that the worst possible version like maybe, always this is maybe there's a quarter of a back. 40 sitting on the side of the curb outside the building yeah from one of the homeless guys Let i me just go get that. i just picture jeff sitting on his couch shirtless his his happy trail is matted down yeah, with, you, yeah, with like are. old cum and yeah, he's you're like, picturing all this. <laughs> <laughs> he's dildoing his ass for some reason and then he's just like oh you know what I need some resin. <laughs> oh man. I like how you make you <laughs> thought you made me sound like the weirdo there as you talked about your joke visualizing me dildoing my own ass naked on my couch. It's like you you're like, oh, I just landed one on Jeff. Yeah, take that, Jeff. <laughs> take that. I'm visualizing you dildoing your asshole. You weirdo <laughs> who dildos their own asshole <laughs> yeah let's all let's all laugh at how weird jeff is yeah. <laughs> got, got me damn it <laughs> too sharp for me oh, kevin man. hey what's that you got there shuddy well as you two have both received it already uh but this is i received a package from kwame of oshido sauce and I'm, I haven't opened it. It just came today. During the Easter egg, right? What? Dur- was it during the Easter egg? No, no. That was a work package. Oh, this yeah, that's is, right. This came oh, earlier today. Oh, that was just one it, of my work he-mans. <laughs> I had it set aside. <laughs> Dude. So I got a message from Kwame, and I think we've been saying the name of the product wrong. Oh? We have been. Son of a Yeah. 
Because thanks, it, Jeff. I th- I thought it was Shido, like the Shido pepper, but it's it's more on it's more on brand with Puminati branding. Oh Shido. Oh Shido. Oh, I believe. You now you can send me another message of correction, Kwame, if I'm wrong, but uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was saying it's Oshido. And not well, Cheeto. He didn't, <clears throat> he didn't tell me. He didn't fucking send me a message. I think I'm outside the circle of trust. <laughs> hey, either way, it's still it's still delicious. So it came with this postcard with a little thank you note on it. That's nice. very cool. Here's the thing about oh shit oh. If that's how you say it, I think like I'm just hesitant to lean into that pronunciation 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 unless <laughs> I'm fully confident that's how you say it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it could be taken as like disrespectful. Agreed. I never if you miss yeah. with shit, you know. By the way, Shuddy, you do have to refrigerate it after you open it. Okay. Oh. Cause it actually is made that's the chicken one, right? It is the chicken one. I do believe they're made with like actual chicken stuff. So once it's cracked, you gotta you gotta toss it in the fridge. <clears throat> Man. Wait, did you get two jars or one? I got the chicken. Nice. I'm assuming it should be shaken. Yeah. Now it just it's a little oily up top, but then when you mix it, it mixes fast and delicious. Now just drink it straight from the jar. Yeah, no fucking mainline it. <laughs> I've actually been eating that stuff so much I don't get the hiccups anymore, and I don't think it really fucks up my fanny. Yeah, like for, you have I to like build how up it a, smells. Like a mini tolerance to it. A little it bit. Smells like it's got if you're a weak cracker really like good me. Flavor. Is I'm it sure spicy? Yeah. Yeah, it is. But not horrible. But I don't, yeah, I don't know. I was just trying to decide how far. I should fill the spoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you animal. That was almost a full spoonful. That has... That is really fucking good. It does have some heat, though. Yeah. Yeah, and it's going to keep coming. It'll get you a little bit. Yeah. But, but it's then fucking again. delicious. Yeah. It's got... The the heat doesn't... is Is more behind the flavor then you know there's some hot sauces where yeah you just feel where the heat yeah the heat overpowers the flavor but it's kind of, it it's really fucking good yeah it's epic right it's really fucking good since i've started i've gotten more into eating hot things lately so i'm real excited about that but i can feel i can feel the it, I'm gonna have wicked fucking heartburn here probably in about ten minutes. Oh <laughs> yeah, this is this. I I can already feel my body's like, oh, this is not something you're supposed to have in you. Kevin, isn't the don't you get heartburn? Do you eat your oshito with some tums? No, it, it's it's weird. the The stuff that tends to really get my heartburn is the fucking. It's the weirdest shit. It's usually like bread. So sandwiches and subs and stuff will get me, and pastas. So like um, any sort of pasta, Italian food will fuck me up. Bread and sandwiches, and then uh, OJ can get me too. the The killer combo is spaghetti sauce and pasta, because those are two things that nuke me, and that'll usually punch me right in my asshole. I've never gotten heartburn from the Oshito sauce though. 
because I well, started good news. I started working it daily into my uh, egg white omelets because those things have zero fucking flavor. But you pour some of that stuff on there, and uh, yeah, all of a sudden it actually tastes like something. <laughs> Are you still doing healthy stuff? Are you I living am. a healthy life? I mean, you were just on vacation, which we got to talk about. I'm sure you had a bunch of cheat meals then. Well, oh yeah, it was a cheat trip. Let's uh, not get too far away from this first. Well, yeah, because we gotta we gotta give the plug. Yeah, you definitely should go to oshido.com and order some of this. Yeah, pro- pro- promo code Pumanati on checkout, and you get a discount. Oh, I've already got awesome too. Yeah, I've gotten hit up by a bunch off. of people saying that they. They liked our pitch, ordered some, and tried it out, and they had the same reaction as Shuddy. Like, holy shit. And follow them on awesome. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at uh, Oshido Sauce. Yeah. Because not only is that sauce kick-ass, but Kwame's a good dude, too. I have not had the pleasure of me- ever meeting Kwame, but the fact that he sent me one of these is a testament to the kind of person that he that he is and how he's friends with Jeff. Yeah, I don't know why he's friends with Jeff. It's That's... like it, it seems that it just makes me feel like they're on opposite <laughs> ends of the spectrum. <laughs> uh, but definitely order some because holy shit, this is fucking good. Yeah, yeah. You just ate this the is... sauce. You didn't even put it on anything. No, the, by itself, it's delicious. I wouldn't recommend eating the jar because it is fucking hot. But I can see how this can definitely. Uh, be good on chicken. I definitely, definitely recommend it. Yeah, that stuff on rotisserie chicken especially. Because I stop, after I leave Jason's house, after you know we do the, the Jason Ellis show, I just stop by the California Chicken Cafe, and I usually get a salad. And if I f- I'm feeling super hungry, I'll get some like, uh, like a, a wing and a leg. And that stuff on that is, it'll make your head explode. It's fucking awesome. That is so good. Yeah, I tried it, like I said, in the Easter egg, I think, but I tried it on the Mc, on the McDonald's crispy sandwich, the one they didn't have a sauce on, and it was fucking, it was pretty sweet. So, I mean, you can dip nuggets in there, and I mean, whatever, it's 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 delicious, honestly, is, and it is, I don't, I didn't do as good a job selling and explaining it as you guys. It's a very, like, unique, different thing. Like, I, I have a hard time, like, comparing it to other things. Like, it's just sweet. It's so shit out. You got to check it out. Yeah. It's good. I'm curious to see yeah, how that mixes not, with Shuddy's edible. <laughs> the, I would say that it's not just, it's not a hot sauce for the sake of being a hot sauce. Like it's not trying to just be, bring spice to the dish. It, yeah. It's bringing other flavors and bringing more. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's really it's fucking more, good. Yeah. It's got more personality than hot yeah, sauce. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost doing it a disservice calling it a hot sauce. It almost functions like a dip. You can just fucking dunk anything in that. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I'm going to just bathe in it later. I'm just going to lather myself <laughs> up. I'm going to go live on up. Instagram and smother it on my tits. <laughs> yeah, my brother my brother's trying when to organize my some, sort of, some <laughs> sort of subscription or like just how do we like get a main line into the factory where we always have oh shit oh, in our in our house because we're about to or in our apartment we're about to run out of like our fourth batch i mean it's three of us eating it daily so it's not like you know we're gonna go through it fast but it's it's delicious yeah and shuddy's very or shuddy <laughs> kwami's very appreciative of the shout out shout out so it's it's not a shout out be, because he's 
one of our homies. He, it's a shout out because it is fucking deserved. Yeah, but just Venmo me, uh, Kwame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. So yeah, I did. Anyways. I did. I did just get back from a trip. Can't you yeah, tell by how how tan I am? I th- I you were bagging on your lighting earlier. I think it is good, but you do not look at all tan. No, but no. I feel like counter to that on your Instagram, your stories that you uploaded or whatever social media I've seen from you recently, you you did look like you have a tan. So what is it? Which I is did. It? I spent. I did spend a little bit of time outdoors. You know, we did a beach trip and uh, mini golf. So there Wait, was some. You, your mom, and your sis. And my, my brother-in-law. So right, there's uh, four date. of us. Double date. He's got to come, right? Son third, of a bitch. Fucking was third it? wheel. <laughs> well, there was going to there was gonna be five wheels. Um, my my grandma was supposed to, to stay because we're in the process. I don't know how deep into this I've gotten on the podcast, but my grandpa is, you know, his dementia is getting worse. He's turning 85 in two weeks. And um, he's had some pretty close calls lately, and he keeps keeps fucking beating him and all he's wanted to do is live in florida and it's all he talks about and sometimes the dementia gets him and he thinks he's at my mom's house and he's at a nursing home in jersey so it finally got to the point where we were just like let's give him florida like let's put him down there he's loved it his whole life he always wanted to retire to florida but he wanted to stay because my grandma didn't want to leave her friends in jersey so the family just flew down there to look at nursing homes and places because he needs a little bit of extra help on top of nursing home stuff. So some of my family from California, from San Diego was down there, and my grandma. And they found a really cool spot for him, and we got to like go, go take a peek at it and stuff. And everybody's just, ever since he found out, like, yes, we are moving you to Florida, his health has improved. He's put on weight. Like, his dementia has gotten a little bit better. It's so fucking crazy how it like turned him. It like turned on a switch. Like just the promise of him going to Florida has like taken years, shaved years off of his you know his age. It's crazy. That's, that's awesome. A, that's like a wonderful story. Actually. Yeah, because I mean I told was, you guys there was there was a point where, um, he got rushed to the hospital, and we were told he has a fifty fifty chance of making it through the night. Like, either he beats this infection or he dies. That's what's happening tonight. And he was lucky enough to, to call the coin flip right, and he, he beat it. But he's still been, you know, in rough shape, and his, his memory's gotten pretty bad. But uh, to see him turn around, he's fucking happy. He's always grinning ear to ear on the Zoom calls and stuff we do every weekend. So they've been trying to, you know, expedite this. Because our last Zoom a week and a half ago, he thought he was supposed to be in Florida, and he, he thought he whiffed on scheduling everything. So he was like, oh, this is the worst mistake I've ever made in my life. I can't believe I didn't make a reservation. We had to keep talking him down. We're like, no, no, you didn't do anything. We're still making the arrangements. You're not going to Florida yet. You're still in Jersey, but it's it's coming. So my grandma was going to be there for this trip, but she feels like every day she's, like she did what she came to Florida for. They found them the spot. They got the ball rolling. So now she wanted to go back to Jersey to, you know, start packing up his stuff because, you know, every day counts. They want to get him down here ASAP. So she was, she, she flew back. Like my mom dropped her off at the airport and then drove to the airport I flew into and picked me up when I landed in Florida. 
Um, but it was, it was like I haven't seen my mom in you know a year and a half. I haven't. I, last time I saw her was Christmas of 2019. Last time I saw my sister and my brother-in-law was uh, February of 2020. Like we just went uh, snowboarding and stuff. So even though it was just a long weekend, it was fucking dope. And and holy shit, you want to talk about cheat meals? I cheated everything. I ate so much candy, sweets. My sister, uh, barfing all over myself. She sent my mom a strawberry shortcake, almost like a gold belly style thing. And included in that was a box of strawberry shortcake cake bites. You know those um, cake pops they, they, they have at uh, Starbucks? Yeah. It's almost like cake cookie dough. Mm-hmm. A box of those, and we housed those motherfuckers. Like, holy shit. So this wasn't but, junky sweets. This is luxury sweets. Where, where was this place from? Where, where um, was this candy, these sweets from? It's got to be someplace in New York because they, they, live, they live in New York, New York City. So it was probably one of those fancy bakeries. But uh, you know, nice. we took we took my mom out for a nice dinner for um, for Mother's Day, uh, and holy shit! So the the trip there, it, I had an early morning flight, and I wake up, I shower, double check all my shit, ready to go. I open up the Uber app, nobody would take me. I kept getting kicked from driver to driver to driver, and then the arrival time kept climbing, and then the time because they went through all the drivers in my vicinity. And then, it, like, every driver was like, this person's 15 minutes away. This person's 20 minutes away. And I was like, oh. Even with my TSA pre-check, I am fucked right now. So I had to bail on Uber and drive myself to LAX and park in one of those goddamn terminal parking lots that cost, like, a million dollars a day. So that royally fucked me. I got why, to- were you, why were they not taking you? I don't know. I don't know if they saw the destination and nobody wanted to go to LAX that early. But no one would accept my ride. Dude, wait a minute. This is on the way to the airport, right? Yeah, to, to leave LA. Dude, the Uber to the airport is fucked right now. Really? When I was flying back to upstate New York, yeah, I, they tried to charge me $150. Oh! Yeah, I shopped around and I ended up getting a lift for 60 But my brother took the Uber back from uh, when he landed because I dropped them off at the airport. I flew the next day. And my brother flew back into town before I did. So he had to take an Uber. Didn't he have a ride? And they charged him, I think it was 130 bucks. Jesus. Wow. So yeah, the arm so, and the leg parking I paid for ended up saving me money. Absolutely. For Jesus. like for future reference, like I'm so offended by this price. You call me, I'll drive you to the airport. I mean, I have brothers, so <laughs> I'll I'll, just, I'm usually good with that. But like, not nah, like you, Uber's out of the question, dude. It's too expensive. Yeah, I feel like they would they would be want to be getting back into business now that people are ready to go out and do things. And Uber probably took a big big penis in the bunghole the past year. Yeah, and well, also they probably just think like when someone's ready to call their Uber to the airport, they're gonna have so few options. They're just they're gonna bite the bullet and eat the fucking like. That's what my my brother was standing outside of LAX like oh. At twelve, I think he he landed at like midnight or one a.m. and he's like, "Oh, oh I'm so just not really going to get you. home. There's yeah. nothing I can do." So like, yeah, like I had to, you know, my flight out 
was at like 7 a.m. So I was up at like five. I looked at it. It said $35. I was like, all right, cool. 15 minutes later, I go back in. It was 150. I was like, what the fuck? Man. What the fuck? And you probably, yeah. Long Beach is closer to LAX than Studio City, right? No, I don't no. think so. Oh. But oh. Like, it's a straight shot, obviously. Like the 405 is not too far away from my place. And there was no traffic. Like it wasn't rush hour. There was no reason for surge prices. They just were like, ah, fuck you. What are you going to do? Yeah. Are you gonna, you're going to, you're going to find a cab in 20 minutes. Or what are you going to do? That's it's not fucking annoying. Remember when Uber first came out and it was like this, it was like a miracle. It was like the, the prices were dirt cheap and tipping wasn't even allowed. You weren't even allowed to tip. Then they start doing surge pricing. Then the rates go up and then they're just like, yeah, well, we're making so much money, we just don't want to part with any of it. So, yeah, you should probably tip our drivers so they can afford to eat and live. Well, the thing with, with I think, with Uber tipping was that Lyft always allowed tipping. And yeah. I know when I was doing it, I would take a Lyft. I, I went... I drove for Lyft and Uber at the same time like a lot of people do and would choose if two rides came in at the same time I'd always take the Lyft one because there was a possibility of being tipped yeah Every, that's so Uber, that's kind of how everything goes like everything starts out cool and then it gets lame like uh like like uh Tinder Tinder was straight up a hookup app it was like here's an app you post some pictures up Anybody else that's horny, you just match up and you go and bone, and then you go about your, you go on with your with your life, and then all of a sudden every profile on there is like, I'm not here for hookups, I'm here for marriage. I know that this web this app is for something else, but fuck that. <laughs> I and I never even got to to use Tinder when that was the the case. By the time I got on there, yeah, it was a full blown dating app. No fucking goes for you, huh? Nope. No booty. Uh, but uh, so, oh, so when I finally get to LAX, it's now getting close to my flight time. And the terminal parking lot blocked off completely full. I was like, oh, oh, shit. Now my heart's like beating out of my chest. And, you know, they have a, a specific parking garage at every terminal. And I was like, all right, I'll just park at the next one and, and walk. And then that one was under construction and completely blocked off. And then the next two, there was no ramp to get to them from departing the departing area. Yipes! So I had to leave LAX, come back, and park at a, a previous one. And I, I get into the parking garage, I take the ticket, and I'm going through every level completely full. And now I'm at the, the last ramp up goes to the roof, which is my last-ditch effort. And I'm like, this is, it's either this or I am completely missing my flight. And there was like three parking spaces left and I got one. Um, and thank God for TSA pre-check. So I, I, I made it on. But I start sitting next, the, the two girls that sat next to me were like, uh, I'd say, it's going to sound mean, but I'm trying to paint a picture here. Your typical LA bimbos. Like Valley they, girls? Kind of, yeah. But I'd say mm, more like Calabasas girls because they kept taking their masks off and they had like those enormous injection duck lips. And 
the the girl in the middle. I'm I'm sitting in the window, and the girl in the middle keeps leaning over and just holds the, her phone out. She's like, and then the other girl, it's it's like you know instinct. She just slides in, and they stick their duck lips out, and they start blowing kisses and wiggling their shoulders, and she's doing boomerangs. So. The boomerang ends, and she takes a look at it, and it's it's playing. And of course, I'm sitting there, so I'm looking over her shoulder, looking at the picture. <laughs> and the girl in the aisle goes, "Oh, cute!" And the girl in the middle goes, "Let's do another one." X sticks the phone out, kissy face, shoulder wiggle, take the boomerang. Girl in the aisle looks at it. Oh, it's cute. Let's do another one. Boop. They did that. Double digits, maybe over 20 times. Played out exactly the same. Oh, cute. Let's do another one. Boink. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Smoochy face. It was the same. Has the plane even left, pulled away from the terminal yet? No. And (laughs) I looked. I saw every attempt they took. It was the same fucking thing. They were no different. I don't know what the girl in the middle was going for, but they looked exactly the same in every fucking boomerang. Oh, cute. Let's do another one. Doink. So, flight lands in Florida. The second the plane touches down, masks off, phones out, off of airplane mode. Smoochy, smoochy, smoochy. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Oh, that's cute. Let's do another one. 20 more. They did it again. Did any of them ever get published? I don't. Post. I don't know. They had to have, but and and like, I remember looking down. I was like, yeah, you know, that's it's, your average blown out lip girl. And they had some filter on that made them look like completely different humans. I was like, whoa, this is some fucking Instagram witchcraft I'm witnessing right now. Are you? Um, you didn't say anything, right? No, I'm you a coward. Is there a world, is there a version of Kevin Kraft that says anything? Makes any kind of joke, pickup attempt, a dickhead statement, uh, what the fuck is wrong with you? Anything. Is there anything that you would have ever said in your life? Um, just, I'd you say would have always pussied out. Single Kevin with a couple of beers in him might have gone like one of two ways. Hey, do you want me to take that for you? Or... You think you got the right one yet? And bust their balls. Yeah. That's the way you Or lean go, over and be like, like, oh, that one looks like shit. Delete that one. <laughs> yeah, you don't, gotta... don't post that. That one I is not, not cute. <laughs> I, I think the, be- the, the only chance at success, whatever that success may be, is to troll them and to, and to, and to just talk a little shit, like bust their balls. Yeah, and them a could, little bit. Yeah, be like, ooh, yeah, you know what? That one could use more filters. It's not <laughs> yeah, there yet. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think you should. I think you should do another one. Though. Ooh, Let's you're see. posting that? Yeah. Uh, is that all you got? Come on. I couldn't believe it, though, because I feel like she did settle for the last one. After like 20 attempts, she finally was like, okay, I agree. That one was Kayata. But then they landed and they need another one. Like you can't well, tell from the inside of the plane. Because they probably posted the first one with the location tagged as LAX and then wanted to post the second one tagging that they were in Florida now. With the same face and, you know, shoulder wiggle. I'm sure it there was, was some little different nuance that you're just not 
qualified to pick up on. Maybe. Maybe. But man, maybe that they was a started trip. the shoulder wiggle with a different shoulder when they landed. You can tell they're they're they they have it down to a science. It's what I imagine, like um, you know, if a director got multiple takes of Scorsese or uh, 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 De Niro, like these chicks were the De Niro of Instagram boomerangs. <laughs> oh wow, that's high praise. And yeah. what, this is their deer hunter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sir, their taxi driver. <laughs> It was wild, uh, man. If I wasn't there you, to witness so it, you land. <laughs> so, so you yeah. land. So you land, and now I, I land. <laughs> yeah, and my mom picks me up. We went and got some food and stuff, and we hit our <laughs> usual spots. We hit, you know, when we got when we got Joy and Jeff, we went to um, Guanabana's, which is one of my favorite restaurants. It's like a, a tiki bar theme, but it's just about all outdoors, and it's really lush and built up with vegetation and ferns and palm trees and stuff. So it looks super tropical. And they have tons of like tiki drinks and tropical drinks. And it's like, a, it's a go-to. Like we have to go there every time. And then we walked to this outdoor tiki bar in Jupiter called uh, Square Grouper. We always hit that place. We hit our usual spots. And I don't know, it was just nice chilling with the family, relaxing a little bit, hitting the beach, not stressing out about work stuff or creative content. Uh, it was actually just... I did truly get to switch my brain off for the first time in a year and a half, which was was pretty dope. Um, the we did some mini golfing, which I forget how fun mini golf is. I'm not very good at it. I actually was winning for the first half. This is this is how I always do with mini golf. I kill it for the first nine holes, and then I just eat shit for the second nine. But we all managed to get a hole in one. My mom. I don't know what she was doing. She thought she had a driver or something. She whacked <laughs> this fucking ball. There was, there was one hole where there was like a creek and there was one skinny little bridge of green, of like fake golf greens going over it with no no barricade. or you, It really was a skill shot to get it over that bridge. And she whacks this motherfucker and it flies, hits a rock, flies up like 20 feet in the air, and gets lost in a palm tree somewhere. <laughs> I, I was love like, that. That might be the first time in mini golf somebody should have yelled out four because she sent that thing. <laughs> so instead of going over the little bridge, she's like, nah, I'm just going to put it over the water. I'm going to drop yeah. it. That seemed to be her and my sister's style. Like, <laughs> me and Jeff were trying to just like putt with precision and like really aim for the hole and just give it the right amount of tap. Not too soft, not too hard. Yeah, even though this is mini golf, it's still a gentleman's game, ladies. Exactly. The both, the two of them, no practice swings, no getting their footing. They put the ball down and whack! Like fucking, like Happy Gilmore. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> fucking pulls out a fucking three iron. Yeah. Then they still each managed to get one hole in one. Yeah. My mom. Well, they're they're going for him every hole. I, I don't know what she was aiming for, but it ricocheted off like two rocks, the brick wall, and then hole in one. It was it was insane. That would um that would make me mad. But like, I mean, I suck at mini golf. I never win. 
Do you have any? Do you, do you have soft serve ice cream after your mini golf? Every time I finish mini golf, I have soft serve ice cream. You know what? We didn't. Do you? We well, they, it was attached to it. They had an ice cream parlor, so it wasn't even soft serve. You could just get legit ice cream. But it was the day that Joy and Jeff were flying back, and we had to go straight from there to lunch, so we would have time to get them to the airport. So I see. didn't have time to fit in ice cream. Uh, but when I got there, like, uh, cause you know, there was one day where it was like before Joy and Jeff got there and I asked my mom, I was like, you know what, do you have any old photo albums here at the house? And she dug out all these photo albums and I found photo evidence of a few of my old stories that I'm going to, I took a whole bunch home with me to scan, use my scanner here and just scan them and digitize them. So I'm going to slow drip some of those on my Instagram over the coming weeks. Uh, but I found a whole bunch of pictures of me doing karate and with my karate trophies and shit. How old were you? I think I started when I was four or five. I think my first year in Taekwondo was 86 or 87. And I did it for about five or six years. So I found that that... And I also found, do you remember the story when I wanted to be a dead zombie astronaut for Halloween? And that was the year of the Challenger explosion? Yes. Yes. Uh, Yes. I found the picture of me in the costume. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was it cool? Like, was it how you remembered it? Or did you look stupid? Because I remember my mom trying to explain to me why it was inappropriate and, you know, I think I was five. So it was like, that doesn't land with a five-year-old. That was like 9-11 before 9-11. You know, it was a national tragedy, and everybody was super fucked up from it. And she's like, you can't do that. That's still fresh in everybody's mind. And I'm like, but that's not what I'm doing. I'm a dead zombie astronaut. She's like, I know that's what you want, but that's not what people are going to see. It was too adult of a conversation for a five-year-old to understand. So she like too adult for me. She painted I'll, I'll, me. I side with you. <laughs> yeah, that's how you know I was in the wrong. So her compromise was she painted me green, and she's like, "Okay, you're now an alien astronaut." I was like, "All right, I'll take it." All right, I I remember the outcome of this too, but yeah, it was the '84 Challenger shit, right? Why uh, Helen was rightfully not too pumped about you being a zombie astronaut. Yeah, wrong year to, to, to pick that costume. Because when I was a little kid, I did want to be an astronaut. Like most little kids. <laughs> like, wait, there's a job where you just fucking go to outer space? Yeah, sign me up. That's how I want to make my living. There, there is no mention of, yeah, you need, you need to be a genius and there's intense schooling and training involved. It's like, no, fuck that. I'm going to outer space. Uh, oh, I guess it was 86. So I was, I was four. Yeah, that definitely wasn't going to register with me. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was my Wait, trip. The Challenger exploded in '86. Yeah, I thought it was '84. No, '86. Are you both looking at it and go- actually? Yes. Never mind. Okay, I believe you. <clears throat> January twenty eighth, nineteen eighty six. God damn it! So Kevin was four. That's another pie piece that I just Well, he lost. would have been five at Halloween in 86. I got no, it. No, no. I was actually three when it happened. 
Wait. No. Yes. I was, yeah, it was three no, when it happened, no. four on Halloween of that year. No, you were born... 82. In July of 82. Yeah, so you would have been three, four of that year. I side with four-year-old Kevin. I don't think it's too soon. I mean, you're a fucking kid. What do you know? Helen's got to defend her would-be or dumbass four-year-old for wanting to be a zombie astronaut. I mean, whatever. I feel like people... People were more chill with with like perceive perceivingly tasteless shit in the eighties, but like I'm pretty sure if in two thousand and one your kid went as like you had two kids, one went as a plane, one went as a tower. People aren't gonna like that when they open up the door to give you candy and you're like, look at the parent, like really you you fucking signed off on this shit. I mean, a zombie astronaut is at least an attempt at a at a, a Halloween costume. That's not that's not trolling in any way. I mean. Didn't all the like the political old political photos of blackface? Those all happened in the eighties. At least you weren't doing blackface. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I went as Lenny Kravitz one year, and didn't even do blackface. It was very progressive just... of me. <laughs> yeah, very very progressive. I damn it, damn it! What I would pay for you and little kid blackface as Lenny Kravitz. Oh, those I'd pictures! Pay all the money. Those pictures would have been set on fire. <laughs> Damn it! <sighs> but yeah, that was my trip. Yeah, I landed. I landed this morning. Came straight home, and here we are doing MSPH. Right back into the swing. How, thing. how did you get home? I drove. I, my my car was fucking parked oh, there. That's right. I'm tripping. Yeah, I remember now. So no hiccups, but I am getting. I have the burps. Gonna and be a little I'm gassy. Pretty stoned. Yeah. So in the, in the Easter egg, which oh, that's right. I we hope didn't... I hope I hope all of our listeners always stay tuned past the theme song and catch the Easter egg that we do every episode, especially this one because this one was really fun. And Shuddy Boy decided to test out a new edible. The uh, they look just like the trolley gummy worms, but it's a gummy worm that's a hundred milligrams. Of THC, and Shuddy wanted to eat half of it and see how that hit him. And it seems like it's kicking in now. We've been recording for about an hour, and so we did a, a an almost twenty minute Easter egg. So that's about right. Yeah, and I'm I, I like to think of that mixing with your Oshido sauce. So the stonedness and the fieriness. Like my right here, right here is on fire right now. Like right, like. Are you gonna poop? No, no. It's just, I think it's heartburn, or it's a big, stinky, peppery gas bubble waiting to erupt from one end or the other. And I hope it's not that. I'd rather burp it up than oh, I hope explosive it's, diarrhea. I hope it's the butt. Ow! Man, <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you guys uh, get to watch anything this past week? Uh, I watched Creed and Creed 2. Oh, I haven't seen Creed 2 yet, which 
It's shocking to me because I really, really liked Creed. I thought Creed kicked ass. Creed was awesome. Creed was great. This uh, one, not so much. Creed 2 was good too, but they're, the first part of the movie, he play, he's a whiny little bitch, I think. <laughs> uh, and then he has to, you know, kind of get knocked down to not be a whiny little bitch. Hmm. But it was also very good. Uh, I enjoyed Sharon and more importantly, Sharon enjoyed both of them. Yeah, you got to keep the boss happy. And I wanted to watch them because even though I it, it, it gets shit on quite a bit, I love Rocky Four. Who shits on it? There's nothing wrong with that. Is that the one with Hulk Hogan? Most... No, no, it's three. God damn it. That's the one with Ivan Drago with Dolph Lundgren. Hmm. Yeah, dude. Where he's fucking carrying that log up the snowy mountain. That train fights him on Christmas. Is one of the best training montages in the history of film. I when he's running. When he's running and the KGB are following him and then he just darts into the giant snowbank and starts running through the snow so they can't follow him. Oh, it's great. It's a great movie. Yeah. No, I think Rocky, the first one, I think from the first seat, uh, the first date of Adrian and Rocky to Mickey making his pitch to be Rocky's manager for his heavyweight title fight is the best stretch of acting in any movie. I fucking, it is peak acting. I love it. Love it. And uh, I didn't like, like, I don't even like count Creed or Creed 2 in like the Rocky legacy, if that makes sense. I don't know. I thought Creed 1 was all right. I thought Creed 2 was kind of whack. Um, But anyone that says like, Creed one or two is better than any of the first four Rocky movies is tripping. And I think Rocky five is underrated. Actually. I have not watched Rocky five in a very long time. I think it's underrated. I've only seen the first two. Well, you need to get back in the swing of things and and watch Rocky three. So you can see Hulk Hogan as thunder lips and then Thunder Lips. Mr. T is Clubber Lang. I definitely want to see that. And which one's Drago? Four? Four. Yep. Is Drago and Mr. T in the same one? No. Hulk Hogan and Mr. T are in the same one. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And who does he fight in in five? Does, is it like the Muppets? Tommy the Machine Gun. Um, and who so is that? He, who Rocky is told he can't fight. In, in Rocky Five. he's told he can't fight anymore because another head injury and he'll go blind. Oh, they were on the CTE shit even back if then. If I remember correctly, it's like he'll lose his he- eyesight if he takes a, another wicked beating because Drago fucks him up. Um, and so it's a, great, starts- it's a great point Kevin kind of made, though, on the yeah. slide. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's right. People understood what punch drunk was and CTE way before the NFL theoretically invented it like five years ago. 
Like it just became a thing for media to, to launch shit at the NFL about, but really this has kind of been punch drunk CTE. This shit has been around for a while. So yeah, Rocky, Rocky caught all the dicks in the ass in Rocky five, all of them, essentially. I, Adrian didn't die in Rocky five, so he didn't catch that one, but fucking he got, he got hit with some bad financial advice and got fucking completely just like taken out financially had to, was forced to retire from boxing. Cause essentially he was punch drunk. Bernie he, Madoff got him. He, I think it was, I think Paulie like fucked him, right? <laughs> Paulie made, Paulie made a couple sucker investments and who else? He just, he got fucked because of taxes. Hey, Rocky wasn't very bright. He was never going to hey, give uh, his money. Who invested all of my money in DeLoreans? So then he starts training this kid, Tommy Gunn, who starts moving up the ranks and then gets lured away by a bigger by somebody else and then starts calling Rocky out, and Rocky has to come out of retirement and put Tommy Gunn back in his place. So did so because I feel like, you know, they, they capitalized on the big star du jour when they made them. I mean putting Hulk Hogan and Mr. T in a movie together seemed like capitalizing on, on the hot streak. Dolph Lundgren did it. It was like Steve Gutenberg or uh, Bobcat Goldthwait play Tommy gun. No, it was a, uh, a boxer named Tommy Morrison. <laughs> you said Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky, put me in. God damn it. No, he actually, Tommy Morrison actually died of AIDS as well. In 2013. Oh, geez. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, huh? Yeah. I feel like that was in the time when people started just living with it. Yeah. There's almost like... That's a bummer. There's like... Yeah. Yeah, There's like an HIV like vaccine wagon that just drives around Long Beach. Oh, shit. Hey, wait, have you come seen back. this before? Have you, not maybe not in Long Beach, but have you seen? <laughs> fuck you. Have you seen one of these before? No, no, no. All right, never mind. I, take, I think I've taken a picture of it before and uploaded to an Instagram story. Maybe not. So, Shuddy, were these your house. first times watching Creed One and Two? Yes, they were. They had not been previously viewed. What were your your dick scales on both of them? How many Creeds do you suck? <laughs> I would put. Creed at four and Creed two at three and a half. All right. That's not a steep drop off for a sequel. No. And I mean, the fighting sequences were phenomenal. Like that's where, where. I mean, Michael B. Jordan got legit knocked out, right? Cause he was like, give me a real one. I think in the first Creed, like I want to, I want to no. take like a real punch to like put me on the mat and it ended up knocking him unconscious. Nah, it was a choreography mistake, but it just oh. like comes with the territory. Like they were laughing about it beforehand and afterwards because Rocky has done them. Everyone who's been on set and filmed one of those Rocky fight scenes has been knocked out by like. Yeah, I believe Dolph Lundgren caught Sylvester Stallone with a good shot in filming Rocky Four. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Damn. the size difference between those two at that time was dramatic <laughs> yeah and like michael b yeah and if you because i mean it's choreography they're throwing you know not a full on punch necessarily but they're going you know full speed and if you duck your head into it so it's like a combination of you 
ducking your head into it and not bracing yourself for the punch. Just like Michael B. Jordan went limp. If you, everyone saw the video, <laughs> yeah. he was out. Yeah. <laughs> out. Man. Uh, what about you, no, Jeff? Did you like, watch anything? Yeah, I went to the movie theater. Oh, yeah, that's right. Saturday, I think. Uh, I saw Spiral from the Book of Saw, the the uh, Chris oh, Rock and oh, Samuel L. Jackson movie. That does not seem like a Jeff Clark movie. <laughs> oh no, I was I did not really enjoy it very much. Did you but, like the Saw movies? No, I've only so seen then, one of them. So then, what? <laughs> Just Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson, right? That I was saw the, the one with, with Carrie E. Wells. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that I saw with my homie Carrie Wells, and it was all right. <laughs> the first and I saw, yeah, I saw the part of the second one. You know, the older was the I second get, one with the pit of hypodermic needles. Yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I made it to that scene, and if I did, I probably turned it off. I have the same reaction. As I feel you like did, everybody gets skeeved do. out about like that's the one everybody goes to, but I think the one for me, which. I think was in Saw 3, maybe. Like, they had this dude in a contraption with his, like, hands and, like, his arms and legs in boxes. And there were pillars, like, these spikes mm -hmm. through his hands and through his feet. And, like, when the guy got to that dude who was, like, locked in there, they started turning, like, click, 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 click. And it just kept twisting his arms around until a bone snapped and shot out of his arm. And it did it to both arms, both legs. So he's sitting there just crippled, like all the arms in his or all the bones in his arms and legs are shattered. And then the box holding his head just starts going like click, click, click. And he's like, oh shit! And then it just completely fucking turns his head around. For me, that was the nastiest saw trap out of all of them. But from what I heard about this new one, the spiral, was uh, the traps weren't all that gnarly. I don't know. I don't know. My brothers watched like they did a, a Saw movie marathon in anticipation of this movie. They're really oh, into damn. horror movies like you guys. Yeah, I've seen all the uh, Saw movies. I just haven't seen the new yeah. one. I've seen so, up to five, I think. I didn't watch any of them outside of the first one, a little bit of the second. I, it's a little too gross for me. And the older I get, the less into it I become. Like, I don't know. Hostile was fine, but I don't. I couldn't really rewatch it. And I like... Did a couple like you're like oh what ah like in the theater like what the fuck you know I kind of yelled out when I shouldn't have. Um, <laughs> oh, don't go in there, Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah, no, are you serious? One of those. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I wouldn't have went if I mean I just haven't been to a theater that much over the past you know year or so. I've went. Recently, for some other movie, I can spa I'm spacing out on it, but I, I don't know. It was a Saturday night. I didn't have a reason to not go outside of not really wanting to see the movie. <laughs> but I was like, fuck it. Let's give it a shot. And I love Chris Rock. Shuddy was on point with that uh, with with that uh, statement. Chris he Rock was and Samuel Jackson. in the last season of Fargo. I mean, Chris Rock is awesome. Chris, I love Chris Rock. Chris he's one Rock of my favorite stand-ups ever. A, doing more serious roles. He's very good at it. He does. Like, him and Adam Sandler both have, like, a serious role, a vibe about them, or, like, like, an ability that they have. Adam Sandler more so than Chris Rock, necessarily, but I'm willing to give 
a movie is shot like Chris Rock in a serious role doesn't throw me off. That movie they were both in together though did not terrible. <laughs> oh, that maybe comedy. one of the worst movies. Well, yeah, maybe one of the worst movies ever. But yeah, that was really this rough. one. They let Chris Rock do his thing a little bit, and not all the jokes landed, but some of them were kind of funny. Um, I can't really compare them to the other Saw movies. I feel like they, the kills are gross enough for me. They were fucking nasty, and it was essentially um, the story was about like a copycat of the Jigsaw killer. Apparently, Jigsaw was found and caught in one of these movies. About I would assume the last one. No, I think he Several dies. Times. He dies pretty early on in one of the earlier Saw movies. And oh, then it okay. kind of goes to ca- copycats, I think, or like traps that he set up to activate in his his death. Or he had like disciples. I mean, there's so many fucking Saw movies, and I've seen all of them. I can't even keep them straight. Sure. So the whole uh, shtick or agenda of this Jigsaw killer is that he's going after what he thinks or assumes are crooked cops. And... It's cops that work with Chris Rock. Um, and, you know, are, uh, there's there's previous, like, drama with them inside the force with Chris Rock's relationship with these cops. And Chris Rock's father, played by Samuel Jackson's chief of police or former chief of police. And he has ties into corruption and... So the the whole mystery is trying to figure out essentially who's doing the jigsaw murders to these cops. It's pretty good. I did, I mean, no, it wasn't that good, but <laughs> my my brothers who enjoy the saw movies, I don't feel like they thought it was bad. And uh I would only suck like one and a half dicks. Oh damn. Yeah, just out of respect for Chris Rock and and Samuel Jackson and uh Chris Rock's partner in the movie chris rock's character's partner in the movie who is in house uh not uh handmaid's tale what's that guy's name you watch handmaid's tale right shuddy yes which one he works for the governor in the first season max minghella probably butcher his name <laughs> He, okay. He appears frequently with Carrie E. Wells. He's a little guy, 5'9". I guess he's not that small. UK, who would have thought? I, I thought he was American. Anyways, I like this guy, Max Minghella. He did a pretty good job in the movie, but I only rate it one and a half dicks. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a Jeff, a Jeff flick. Did you see anything, Kevin? No, not really. I was, I was actually trying to work ahead of time to see if I could, because I usually stay up a little bit later than most of my family. And I was like, all right, maybe I can watch Army of the Dead in installments. And I was off by a week on the release date of that on Netflix. (laughs) So I felt very stupid when I opened up Netflix and I was searching for it and couldn't find it and then looked online. I was like, ah, shit. I thought I saw somewhere that it came out was supposed to come out May 14th. And then I saw I somewhere that else too. it was May 21st. I, so they did a limited release in theaters. So some theaters did start showing it early. And then okay. it hits Netflix, I guess, this Friday. Um, so I was, I was bummed about that. I couldn't watch that. There's actually a few things coming out that um, I'm looking forward to, to checking out this, this coming week. Um, did you know that there's another G.I. Joe movie? No. 
Yeah. Yeah. I just got a notification from IMDb. Wait, is it out or are they starting to film it? It's coming out on Friday. What? On, on, yeah. on, in theaters or on demand or yeah, streaming? in theaters. No shit. Snake Eyes. Yeah, G.I. Uh, Joe Origins Snake Eyes. It looks boring as hell. The trailer doesn't show a goddamn, like, it. it's... Is anybody famous in it? Um, the chick from, the girl from Ready or Not. Samara. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like she her. She plays Scarlet. Uh, but that's the only name that I recognized. But I didn't really look that deep into it. The guy that directed Piranha and High Tension and uh, uh, Crawl, the, the fucking alligator or crocodile movie. He's got some new horror movie that just came out on Netflix that I'm going to try and watch before next week because I really like that guy. He did that movie Mirrors with Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer. I don't. F- I feel like everybody shits on that movie, but I've seen it like three or four times, and I think it's dope. But uh, I'm a- I always like to check that guy's movies out when they when they release. And that was that one snuck up on me. I didn't know that that came out. Uh, but I did start watching the new and apparently final season of Castlevania on Netflix, which I've been obsessed with when it since it first came out, and it's just been phenomenal from start to finish. I've only watched i only managed to watch three episodes while i was in florida but it's the best video game adaptation by far it's it does castlevania so fucking well uh it sneaks in tons of little like uh nods to the game and items and villains and creatures it's it, I, it's, it's animated or it no? is yeah it's it's like an, an american anime but it's so fucking violent it's it's awesome. Decent well, amount of nudity. Segue, segue into some other animation talk after this, if you would like. Oh, we definitely have to hit that, because I know Jeff, Jeff's got questions. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> what are you doing right now, Jeff? I was going to take an Instagram. I'm trying to get more social. Is that the right way to put it? <laughs> well, no, here's the tip. You have to blow kissy faces and wiggle your shoulders. Like this. But I almost, oh, so I cute. just had speaker view. So really the whole Instagram is just going to be your face smiling. Oh, great. <laughs> so why don't you turn it to gallery view and then you can get all three of us. Yeah. I just did that shuddy. Not just me looking like Annie Lennox. <laughs> me and, me and shuddy look, me and shuddy look like we're partying. Kevin, you look like you were working hard today on tax day. You also shouldn't cover your face with the phone, Jeff, because then you're not in the picture. You know what? You know what? You talked me out of this. Now I don't want to do it. That's it. I'm no longer an influencer. <laughs> yeah, it was just like that. I give up. I hate it. I hate social media. I hate everything that I just tried to do. And yeah, I couldn't even do it right. Yeah, no one likes a quitter, Jeff. Nah, well, whatever. Get some I give filters up. going. Toss some stickers in there. Nah, fuck. Wiggle, let's talk more about Castlevania. Wiggle your shoulders. Well, that's it. I've, the- I haven't finished it. Apparently, this is they're they're ending the main run of Castlevania. I don't know what the what's in store with the final episode, but from what I've seen, there's going to be a spinoff series that comes out of this. So, uh, I'm I'm stoked that there's going to be more of it. But Jesus Christ, if you, I know anime isn't everybody's cup of tea, but 
man, does it kick ass. And I love, I love the Castlevania video game series. I always, always have since I was a little kid. The music in it is awesome. The battles are cool. The monsters are sick. The voiceover acting is awesome. Tons of violence. Tons of nudity. It's the best. It's perfect. Um, but, Jeff, you had some questions for us in the Easter egg. And I believe Shuddy Boy's got some answers. I don't remember my question. <laughs> I, I can't even beat around the bush. I got to be honest. I don't know what you're talking about. So you saw He-Man. You saw He-Man trending on Twitter. Yeah, that was my question. Essentially, is why was He-Man trending? And every time He-Man trends, does that increase the value of your collection? Um, do you see it as like money? I mean, in down? I guess in Stop. theory it would increase the value. I haven't seen an increase in prices uh, when I've been looking for stuff, but the reason it was trending is uh, the other day they released the first uh, animation stills for the Kevin Smith show that's releasing in July on Netflix. So that's why it was trending because it was a big deal. And I am stoked. I am really happy with how they look, and I'm excited for it. Were you hoping it would be they would try and go with a retro feel for it and make it kind of look like the OG cartoon? No, I had known that that wasn't going to be the case because maybe a month ago, some images, some prototype images of the figures where it's out on the internet. So I kind of knew what the action figures were going to look like. So I, it wasn't, it was going to be a similar style for the cartoon, which is done by the people coincidentally who do Castlevania. Do have they given anything on the age range of it? Cause if they went full bore, like as hard as they did with Castlevania and he, this like is chopping people. So Netflix half. has two He-Man shows coming out. This one, which is like a, is Kevin Smith is saying is it's a, a sequel to the original show for, for the people who watched the original show when it aired. So this is an adult he-Man sequel to the eighties kids show. And then there's an, he-Man that's going to be more like the Shira and the Princesses of Power cartoon geared towards children. So they might have like tits and blood in this? It, it tits maybe not, but I'm sure it will be fairly violent. And I they posted the cast today. I saw it this morning. Oh, okay. Uh, that's interesting. And it is fucking crazy. It's stacked stacked lena headley oh cersei uh, yep mark hamill kevin conroy oh, liam Batman. cunningham so sir davos alicia silverstone sarah michelle geller wait a minute singing a turn we have game of thrones and then we got clueless and buffy <laughs> henry rollins diedrich oh. bader tony todd oh Steven yeah Tedfield. Justin Long, Harley Quinn Smith, Jason Mewes, Griffith Newman. Griffin Newman. Wait, you said Tony Todd. Is that Candyman? That sure is Candyman. He's playing Scareglow. 
Oh my God, he's probably and gonna do a wonderful job. Sarah Michelle Geller, <laughs> one of Dom's absolute favorites, is playing Tila, Dom's absolute favorite character. Oh my God, Dom is probably still jerking off right now as we're recording. Dom, this. when I told him that, he said, "My head just exploded." <laughs> I could see Dom holding on to his childhood crushes for a long time. Wow, so this would be a good time for anybody who's curious. If you're a member of our our Patreon. You know, Shuddy and Dom have been re-watching all of the classic He-Man episodes in order, right? Yes, in order. So it's done, you know, um, Mystery Science Theater slash Supermarket Queefs style, where you play the, the audio podcast while you're watching the episode, and you get Shuddy and Dom's commentary. So you could get yourself all brushed up on He-Man lore and then watch the, the Kevin Smith one when it, when it launches. Which launches July twenty third, and I'm Ooh. I'm so excited for it. Man, I don't know much about He Man, but I'm probably I'm. I mean, I got to check it out. Yeah, I mean, the cast alone is worth at least watching for the curiosity of it. So they've been some of the toys you've been going after in your your He Man frenzy are the ones based on this upcoming series, right? They are not released yet. Oh shit! Oh my god, Shuddy! Uh, that's it. I'm taking out a second mortgage. We're we're building an extension on the house to start my He-Man museum. Well, we are oh, Sharon man. and I did yesterday morning. Uh, she called a family meeting. We had a. I had. We had a. We had a family meeting. We wait. Why is new, a priest here? We made some new furniture decisions. I'm getting rid of some of the furniture in here in order to make. Uh, room for new display cases. We've sold all the children's beds. Uh, no, no. Have, it sounds like you called the meeting and made. Did you put together a PowerPoint by chance? No, she, we were talking. She's like, you need to get more display cases. I'm like, what we need to do is get rid of the entertainment center and do something alternative there. And then we looked at, we did some window shopping on IKEA and picked out the furniture. Oh, uh, my and God. she did. She looked at me and very calmly said, the only thing. I'm the only rule I have is it does not go past these doorways. It all stays in the room that I'm currently in. It doesn't go anywhere else in the house. Okay. So here's my proposal. Let's throw out all of your shit and then we'll have room for more. He man. Yes. She did ask. She's like, she did say that, uh, you know, (laughs) This is an impressive collection. Can you start charging people to come look at it yet? I mean, can you submit this to Guinness? No, it's not anything like that. I mean, if it's the record just, doesn't exist yet, you get to kick it off, and then somebody just beats you. Probably uh, that dork you do with the and Shuddy Boys fucking news all the time on Patreon. It's uh, it's crazy that I've amassed all of this since mid-February. <laughs> my god <laughs> my god when do the new toys go on sale uh no official release date yet but it'll probably be sometime in july yeah it's got to be they're running out of time uh, that's that's in almost two months from now that the show uh, launches. it seems from the limited knowledge that i were the knowledge that i'm picking up from following all of this is that a major toy reset happens in in the retailers in the beginning of July. So, so if this show, when. If, if this show shuddy is like a massive hit and it just sparks an even bigger He-Man feeding frenzy, you in theory could be sitting on a gold mine right now. 
would you, you capitalize my, on any okay, of Okay, so I have – there are a few times that I have knowingly overpaid for something because I just – that's the problem I have with eBay is if – it's getting near the end of the wire and I'm getting into, I'm fighting with somebody for something. Yeah. I don't stop until I win no matter. uh, Or at the beginning I was doing that. I've learned to just be like, no, don't be fucking stupid. Um, But a lot of what I have is worth more to significantly more than what I've paid for it. I tell you what, man, I feel like as, as, cause I'm sure I, I have, you know, I get goofed on for my apartment. I have a lot of stuff on display. Like, I I, I love my my comic book pages. My original pages, I love them. I legit just sometimes just take a part of my day and just stare at them and try and look at I, all the I details do that and stuff. Every now and then, Sharon will come into the room and I'm just standing in front of a case staring at it and just enjoying it. So I know that feeling. I know what it feels like to amass a collection and the weird misplaced sense of pride that comes with it and the happiness that just looking over your collection gives you. But if this stuff skyrockets, I feel like would, would you take the opportunity and maybe sell some of the items? Because I have had Walking Dead number one since before the TV show even started. And... I got it CGC graded. And I don't know if there's... You can look at the registry. I don't think any copy has been graded at a 9.9 or a 10. And if there are, there's maybe like one or two of them. 9.8, which is what mine is graded at, is is the highest. And at the peak of Walking Dead's TV popularity, it was selling for like $10,000. And I looked at it last week, and they're selling for... $28. $3,000. So it's dropped a lot. Would any of that matter to you? Do you think you could sell, even maybe just selling a couple to make room for the new ones that are going to come out? Well, that's why we're getting more display cases because I'm out of room currently. Yeah, (laughs) he's invest. He's still investing. uh, I don't. So the kids Netflix shows. I'm not keen on the toys, but so I have a representation in the collection I, i'll pick up probably a he-man and skeletor just to have it unless something drastic the the line for the revelation figures is fucking awesome and that's going to be the one that'll i'll go into that because i mean in the haze of my vaccine after effects i went through and i started i got Right over here is a complete encyclopedia of all of the He-Man toys in every line that was produced, you know, prior to when the book was written. The book just came out. And I went through and made a list of everything from the vintage line that I don't own and what the current price is it's going for on eBay. Wait, that's a list of the ones you don't own? Yes. Is I that thought a that was gonna be notebook. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was gonna be the list of things you do own. Jesus no. Christ, how have you not caught them all yet? Well, because what I did was I, 
the way I amassed a collection. How so is there long, more than this? What I'm looking at right now. The how I amassed the collect the large collection so quickly is I bought all of the common figures, so they were very inexpensive and easy uh, to get my hands okay. on. A lot of this stuff, like there's some in here because I told Sharon and that I was doing this, and she's like, "How much are some of them? How what's the most expensive one you found so far?" And I said, uh, there are two that are around two grand if you can find them for sale. And she said, she looked at me and very sternly said, you are not doing that. And I said, no, I'm, I'm not doing that ever. But of uh, course, so I had my hand behind my back and my fingers crossed. There are some things on here that will never be in my collection just because of the price point. But... Friday after my vaccine, there was not much more that I could do. So I just referenced well, the book and eBay. Before uh, we get to your vaccine, I do have two quick qu follow-up questions. Absolutely. Has Sharon seen your collection and been like, is there something to this and asked to sit down and watch an episode of He-Man with you? No. Is she planning on watching or is she excited at all about the new Kevin Smith one coming out? She seemed she seems better than lukewarm to the idea. Okay, because this is this could be a turning point if she watches the new He Man thing and it's like, holy shit, I see what I've been missing. I I get it now. And then there's two of you stuffing the house with He Man shit. That no, could be that could be dangerous. No, Sharon is not a collector like I am. Like that's most. <laughs> she i have a, a lot of the crap in the house and in the garage is my crap because i just don't get rid of any not don't get rid of anything that makes me sound like a hoarder but i don't part with things easily because that's how my mother is and so i don't think it's going to flip a switch where she needs to have her own he-man collection <laughs> She might encourage me more or have more of an opinion on the figures I'm looking for. You know what? Pull the trigger. Get the two grand ones. Megator and Titus. Have you ever gone to garage sales and tried to rummage through the old toys and see if anybody's selling them for like two bucks? Well, since this all started in February, it hasn't really been garage sale season yet. We're oh, just yeah, getting into that. Uh so I, I do hope to find some treasures, but I don't know how deep I'm going to go hunting in garage sales, hoping for a needle in a haystack. I mean, when I was a kid, my uncle used to find all sorts of crazy shit. Like he, he I had see a it posted on Facebook all the time that people are fine. Look at this. I found this normally $150 vintage figure for two bucks at a garage sale. And there's almost something about that that feels slimy. I know it's not, but it feels like you're buying something from someone who doesn't really know what they have and they could get so much more. So like if you went to a garage sale and somebody had like Beastafin or whatever the fuck that thing was and it was like two bucks, would you be like, eh, listen, I'll level with you. I'll give you $500 for it. No, probably not. And But then I'd feel shitty as I walk away with my... Uh, it'd be a combination of joy that I got something like that uh, for cheap, but then a little bit of 
that's a really shitty person thing to do to a person. Well, that person was probably is probably watching you walk away and be like, "Can't believe that sucker bought that stupid thing for two bucks." What an idiot! <laughs> so, what happened with you in the the second shot? You get a little so, fucked up. Thursday, I got my second shot, and I was able to stay calm and not panic. Well, I got it. Yeah, because you hate needles. Came home, felt fine. I felt great. Like my arm, I was, you know, moving my arm so it didn't get too sore. It was not a bad day. And then about 8.30 Thursday night, I started getting the chills. And they got progressively worse to where I was in sweats and a cardigan under a blanket while the car, uh, while the house was 75 degrees, watching TV with Sharon, my teeth chattering and my body uncontrollably shaking. Did you take any chills. Tylenol? I did when I went to bed. Yeah, I did not long after that. It didn't do anything. I laid in bed until 3 a.m. shivering and shaking to then where it flipped to me be just all of a sudden just dripping sweat. And then was so out of it on Friday, had a mild fever and just was not myself until about six o'clock Friday night. And I'm still having a little bit of a problem with regulating my body temperature and still feeling a little worn down, but it sucked. Thursday night was fucking awful. That probably means you got a whole bunch of fucking antibodies going. You can go around yeah. licking people's buttholes. I got all the 5G. Ew, ew, ew. How's your internet oh, improved? You talked me out of it, buddy. <laughs> That's right, Jeff. Everybody else is going to do the heavy lifting for you. Yeah, dude. If all of, if everyone else has stopped being selfish and will think about the better what's better for society, we can achieve herd immunity anytime soon and everything will get back to normal. I tell you what, I'm not slowing any of us down. I'm just trying to be a positive influence and just positive, uh, just a positive person during this whole episode. Well, I I found somebody else who was trying to spread a little positivity. Uh-oh. Wait, do we have voicemails? This isn't in a voicemail. This was emailed to us under the Uh-oh. subject. Houdini returns. Okay. I'm pretty sure I actually took his title belt. So he can ask me for well, permission to return since I have his belt. You don't have the belt of farting. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He does. So people who are new listeners, we used to have the great Houdini and Dan the man call in and record just Pants shredding farts. Like farts that you probably couldn't even make by putting your palm to your, your to your mouth. Just ruthless, ruthless, anus destroying farts. And we would vote on who had the better fart of the week. And it was it was a real competition. And it just got to the point where we were like, you guys are pretty much just out of draw. You're just I don't you've you've reached the pinnacle of farting. And I think they might have taken that a little uh, too harshly because then they both disappeared for a very, very long time. We haven't heard from Dan the Man since. Poudini's been active in, um, you know, the 
the Patreon and stuff. But he, he, he sent us an email with an audio recording, which I, I haven't listened to yet. And, oh my god, I just opened up the file on the iPad. And this looks like a real blaster. Just looking at the wave wavelengths on it. So you guys prepared. Would you like to hear some Poudini yes. farting? He has titled this file Ass Queefing Warlord. <laughs> that sets it's... the stage for you. Alright. This is gonna be like a sounds like a fucking death metal song. <laughs> <laughs> man that last bit at the end sounds like fireworks it sounds like at the 4th of July when it hits the grand finale well done remember me <laughs> man oh, that, t- that takes me back what a blessed the good 80s. old days back when America was great <laughs> I mean, it looks like he sent two more. So, why not, right? Bless us is... off. Hopefully, he just didn't accidentally send the same thing. He's been oh, trying you know what? For, for a while to send it to us. It looks like it might be the same one. Let's listen to the end of it. Remember me? Yeah, same one. Uh... Is this one different? Nope, I think it's the same thing. All right, maybe he just did send one. But um, so glad to hear him return. Yeah, I'm yeah, glad I his, his ass. His anus is still functioning, you know. Uh, all right. Well, my bad. I thought that was. I thought there was going to be more of those. Yeah, um, I thought we were getting at least. 10 minutes of Poudini commentary. Well, ass commentary. Assmentary? Hmm, no. Keep Try going. I him. like this. Didn't work. No, no. Wait. Anal Terry. Nah. <laughs> Anal Terry. <laughs> um, That's all I got. I tap I, out. I do have some emails. Let's do it. Additional emails. I like it. Yeah. Catch that. This one comes from Jason, who says, might be presumptuous of me, but I thought I'd recommend a short homework assignment. Defunct Land, the history of the Nickelodeon Hotel. It's only a 20-minute video, but it encompasses Jeff's love of documentaries and everyone's nostalgia for Nickelodeon. Uh, He included the YouTube link. Thought it was interesting. Hopefully you guys too. You guys do too. If not, fuck me. Um, from the butcher of Bakersfield, and he said, "P.S. My brother is naming his soon-to-be-born son Maverick." Fuck uh, yes. I won't ever be able to say his name without internally hearing Kevin's voice shitting on that quote plane school movie. <laughs> Top Gun rules. Suck it, Kevin. Just kidding. Love all you guys. But seriously, my nephew is destined to fly a 
fighter jet inverted and celebrate by singing karaoke at the local bar. Fuck yes, he is. So uh, I don't Mav even have man. I don't even know the story of uh, a Nick. I never heard of a Nickelodeon hotel, but I don't know. I could be down to watch a twenty-minute YouTube video on it. I'm into I, it. Uh, I mean, it's twenty minutes. I'll give it a shot. I feel like I didn't do the other uh, voicemailer or emailer, whoever gave us homework last time. I didn't listen to the Judgment Night soundtrack yet. Did you guys listen to it yet? Oh, no. no. Oh, I mean, well, this guy. I have pissed. listened He's to it. Lost a listener. I listened to it when I was when I was a kid. It was it was dope. I liked it. Oh, you got one from the Bat Dad, <laughs> who Beautiful. wants to hit Beautiful. us with a. A random brain question. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for today's random Random brain brain question. So Bat Dad says, we have all wondered this. It needs to be answered. Ray from Everybody Loves Ray. Jerry from Seinfeld. Both possess the power of the Hulk. Who wins? (laughs) Fucking Bat Dad. I, I'm going Ray Romano. I, I am too. I was called cerebral palsy Ray Romano, which is one of the funniest things I've ever heard said about me. It's almost a compliment. Ray Romano so fucking successful. His character in his show, he was a sports writer that went to St. John's University. That's what I do. I'm a sports writer, and I went to St. John's University. I, I fuck so Ray Romano. My brother quotes everyone loves Raymond, or everybody loves Raymond, all the time. Like Cheech. Loves everybody. Loves Raymond. Had every episode. Uh, had uh, the special collectors um, season package. Like you know the whole the whole the whole series. Uh, see the special collector season or series collection. Excuse me. So we're everyone loves Raymond household. Always have been more so than Jerry Seinfeld. I haven't watched a lot of uh, Ray Romano, but I'm definitely going to defer to him in this one. It does I don't want seem to say something like something really offensive, but I won't. Seinfeld uh, always tends to shy away from conflict. I don't think Ray is much of an ass kicker, but I don't know. I get yeah. Jerry is less of an ass kicker. Way less. I feel like Jerry gets a lot of pussy, and Ray is married and might not get a lot of booty, so he could have some pent up sexual frustration. So once he defeats. Hulk Seinfeld, he also has sex with his butt. I wonder how many girls Seinfeld in real life was getting during his heyday. Because he was single, right? Wasn't he linked up with some like 18-year-old when he was like in his mid-40s? So he was kind of getting out there and about there. Yeah, probably. In New York? I mean, I just I, I'm wonder. Guessing he did well. He's he had to have done well, right? I mean, like when Seinfeld was on TV every night or whatever, he probably could have cleaned up. I just wonder what those numbers look like. If he was single and going for it, I'm sure they were impressive. I mean, probably not me on Tinder in the early 2010s, but I hear. <laughs> just kidding. All right. Well, obviously. I don't know if Tinder is around. I believe, uh, I believe we have reached that point once again, my friends. 
it's our podcast hosting storage fee or storage room. It's getting shorter. <laughs> yeah. We got to get out of here. We don't have, we can't afford this, but we got a lot more space over on Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour, we, uh, the, the OG tier, the first one that kicked us all off has the mini podcast we do every week. And then the $10 tier has all of our individual shows and our combined shows together. Uh, you get your between two flushes, snack attacks, Kevin's nerd hole. What did I? What the fuck did I just watch with Shuddy and Dom? Supermarket queefs, Masters of the Puniverse. Uh, yeah, there, there's more, and there's they're getting a, there's more coming. So yeah, they're getting a whole bunch tonight. They're gonna get a free episode, uh, Patreon episode, and I'm gonna do a snack attack or publish my McDonald's spicy and regular crispy chicken sandwich snack attack. So. Mad content on Patreon. Yep. And like we said before, don't forget to listen to this week's Easter egg that comes right after the theme song. Uh, what else? YouTube. The shows have been up on YouTube. If you want to subscribe to that, youtube.com slash mad scientist party hour. Uh, if you want to be a part of voicemails, yay, just call 201-472-0139. And as always, you can just shoot your emails to mad scientist party hour at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff for Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Uh, check out Jeff's other podcast, Fade the Media. Get yourself some Oh Shitto sauce at oshitto.com and use Puminati as the promo code and get yourself a discount. And Shuddy, I think that's about it, unless you got something. I do not have anything. All right, we'll catch you next week, friends. But until next time... <gasps> Oh, something! Oh, flipping those flip-flap pumps. All right. That sounds good. Let's see if my Gmail functions. Ooh. Hello, friend. What up, fellow goofballs? Not much. Man, I love how I just spent a long weekend in Florida and I get this Zoom camera fired up and I still fucking look like Annie Lennox. (laughs) (laughs) It's a nice little intro joke, but actually, I think you look pretty good this week, this lighting. Thanks, Jeff. You have record permission, Kevin. Oh boy. Oh boy, Jeff. You exploded and went away. <laughs> Watching the uh muted Jeff camera go, oh fuck. It was very entertaining. I know we just did this a week ago, but it feels like longer than that. It Good does to- feel like a lot longer than that for some reason. It's good to see you guys. Can you hear me now? Unfortunately, yes. You're kind of quiet. Can you hear me now? His mic just needs to warm up again. Oh, yeah. Try tickling its balls. Just caress them gently, though. Cup them. Oh, maybe I'll try tongue-darting the pee hole. Oh, gross, Jeff. You don't tell me how to... You don't tell me how to operate my mic's balls. So, Jeff, I want to do something show. in the Easter egg... Oh, yeah? Uh, I'm going to eat half of one of these 
Sour Terp Crawlers. Okay. Some gummy action. They're supposedly, according to the math on the package, uh, they're 100 Jesus. milligrams each. Whoa. Per worm. There's 600 in the pack, and there are six worms. Good Lord. That's so much THC in one gummy. Oh. So. You'll, you'll be useless. Should I? Well, that's what we're going to test. Should I do the purple half or the blue half? Oh, man. I wish it was red and blue. That way, you know, you. Did you say divided like the country? Oh, there well, it I, it's red or purple or blue or purple. All right, Jeff, your your mic's not warming up. You're super quiet. Yee! Are you sure you have your Zoom audio routed properly? <laughs> I'm going to do the red half right now. You're completely gone, Jeff. All right, I'm going to do the old Super Nintendo. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave and come back. All right, take the cartridge out and blow in it. We'll be here. Ooh, that tastes weedy. Yeah, it's always interesting when candy tastes like weed. Is this your first time trying these? This particular ones, I finished the pack of the the Airhead like I don't want to oh, say yeah. ropes, but you know the the band the the ribbon pieces. Yep. And how how did those check out? How were they? How'd they rank? So I was eating half of them and I was getting kind of high. Sunday I ate two whole ones within a couple of hours of each other and I was totally fine. I was high, but it was hard to tell if it was from those or from... Oh, I need a spoon. I need to go get a spoon for what I want to do on the show. Hang on one second. Oh. Shuddy Boy's going to shoot some heroin. Take a spoon and eat my asshole. <laughs> it's, what do I sound now? You're still quiet, but we'll see. We'll give it a second. What am I? What the fuck? Sounds like what you're getting I, a little louder. Might do be, I need to yell? You're getting better. Go to Mama, say something. All right, here we go. It's smoking crack with Shuddy Cakes. First, I'm going to add your baking soda. <laughs> <laughs> No, I got a I got a present today in the mail that we'll talk about more on the show. But there's the oh fuck yeah! So I wanted to do a live tasting of it for the episode. Nice. I'm just gonna take a spoonful out of the jar. Oh, you're gonna get the hiccups. Yeah, I uh, I tried. Uh, I did a new snack attack last night. I tried the the chicken sandwiches from McDonald's. I haven't had them yet. And the one without the spicy sauce is just terrible. It's just fucking too dry. Unbearable. But, and I didn't do this as a snack attack because I didn't think about it after I was done grating. I didn't eat the whole sandwich. But I, I applied some of Kwame's pepper sauce to it. And wow, was that a nice fit. The chicken flavor. Did you get the chicken and the fish, Shuddy? I don't know. I haven't opened it yet. Oh, oh all right. Yeah, it feels probably... like there could be two in here. Yeah. He has two flavors, chicken and fish. So I put the chicken on there. 
Um, I mean, you don't need to like have seafood just for the to use the fish. I, I put it on whatever, anyways. But yeah, it's just it's got it's a milder seasoning to not overpower the f- whatever you know. Yeah, that's probably, the difference. Yeah. That's the difference when like between Montreal steak and Montreal chicken. It's it's a lighter seasoning. You sound like you know what you're talking about, so I'm going to defer to you. I'm assuming that's what it is because red meat can take a lot more flavor added to it without it no. overpower. It I, sounds logical. I don't know that I'm right, but it was a. I shouldn't have outed myself as being like I'm not 100 percent sure I'm right. I should have just. I like the umami flavor. Steered right into it. <laughs> I would say a hundred percent of my MSPH commentary, I am never a hundred percent right on. <laughs> so that's just the way we like it, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I'm always just trying to get around the hole. It's never a hole in one. I'll tell you that. Oh man, I, I have a story that relates to that. And we have to talk about my vaccine experience. Oh boy! All right. Yeah, my internet's gotten so much better. Because I'm still <laughs> not right. <laughs> oh, no. See, I, I've been telling you this whole time, Kevin, the vaccine's overrated, and Shuddy's going to come here and confirm that for us. Yeah, well, Shuddy's a pussy. Real men like me are perfectly fine with it. Does, <laughs> <laughs> Does There's some lawn work going on outside my apartment. Can you guys hear it? Mm-mm. All right. Nope. You want me to yell at the Mexicans? I can go yell at them if you want. Don't do that, Jeff. Hey! That's why I was a couple of minutes late. I had some weird interference noise coming through that I had to identify and solve. Give me two seconds, guys. FedEx just delivered a package for work. It's not toys, unfortunately. Damn it. I'm not buying it. It's he, man. Yeah. I wonder if like he did special sh- <laughs> shipping and sh- special shipping instructions and be just like that would be funny Damn. if Shuddy Shuddy was like back backdoor hustling people on eBay be like eh, look when you send it can you put it in uh, an acai bowl it's like well, like when people used to mail weed around like inside of uh like the buried in the bottom of a jar of peanut butter to mask the smell he just gets He Man toys delivered in jars of peanut butter. Well, my like theory was ring. he can he could use a different name to like hide it from Sharon. It's like, oh, what's that package you got, Dick? Uh, well, it's uh, addressed to the company. It's for the company. It's not He Man at all. See, it says the company name right here. No, no, it's actually it is for real work stuff. It's the uh, for the food truck. Um, but there's been some new developments, Sharon has given me the go-ahead to sell some... What? Should we save this for the main app? Yeah, okay. Is this some juicy He-Man gossip? Sure. (laughs) Dude, I saw He-Man was trending on Twitter the other day, and I was wondering... Oh, yeah, we got to get Shuddy's thoughts on that. Okay, yeah, there is a specific news thing, right? He-Man just didn't die? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was a specific news thing. They found some of uh, He-Man's old tweets that are a little problematic. (laughs) They're very anti-monster, let's say. (laughs) There's even some more stuff that was I found this morning that I don't know if you have 
relating to that He-Man news. No, He-Man, He-Man called She-Ra the T-word. Oh. Hmm. I want to touch that one. No, that was just for the Easter My- egg. That was just for the Easter egg. Oh, okay. My <laughs> reputation's sketchy enough, all right? Not throwing around T-bombs. Fuck, I'm trying to, like... You know, it's been a bit busy, busy week since we last met. I got to try and pull a, an intro out of my ass. Yeah, this is the first time you've been able to use it, excuse, in like 14 months. I know. <laughs> America, we're coming back, baby. I saw a movie in the theater. Oh, look at you. Show off. Yeah. Did you uh, get to the theater when you're on vacation? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get to watch any new movies either. I have the start of a series to talk about. All right, cool. All right, just buy me a little bit more time, guys. I'm getting there. I saw a news story the other day, a headline somewhere. Could have been Barstool, which (laughs) immediately, like, lessens the impact of what I'm saying here. But they were blogging about an official report I guess some U.S. Navy pilots that he saw unidentified flying objects every day for two years. And it's something that, like, the government just does not want to address. I feel like they do address it. it. They keep saying, like, yep, yeah, those are aliens. Like, everybody's so distracted. The government's like, aliens exist. We're all holograms. Um, The CIA killed Kennedy. And everybody's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. But did you see what some guy said on Twitter? We're pissed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah did you see the fucking starting quarterbacks theories on vaccines <laughs> hey this basketball player doesn't want to get his vaccine let's all talk about that instead of aliens they're fucking aliens yeah yeah where are the Aaron Brockoviches trying to get us cool alien shit I want to know about their lasers I want to know about their genitals I want to see what their home planet looks like. <laughs> their, their genitals. I got a lot of questions. Come on. <laughs> How big are their members? Yeah. If I have sex with one of these aliens, is that bestiality? <laughs> is humanity going to turn on me? Can I break a alien's back and plant my seed in there? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Important questions. <laughs> If I fuck an alien in the ass, will I get it pregnant? <laughs> oh, man. I'd get an alien preggers. You imagine that if Jeff Clark was I the first I almost did once. Human... Whoa. Hey, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's fucked up. Can you imagine if Jeff Clark was the first human on Earth to, like, cross-pollinate with an alien? Like, Jeff's offspring is the first alien human life form. It'd be I think the end of the our... world. It would be the end of the world. That child would be... It actually comes out the... exactly like Alf. It, mo- it would be a monster of all monsters. <laughs> <laughs> I think all the listeners just yeah, nodded. Yes, they could, they could imagine that. If there's one of us that's likely to do it, it's definitely him. Oh, yeah. Well, both of you guys are in entanglements. As Jeff was voted most likely Jada. to impregnate, impregnate an alien. Yeah, Jeff's just like, <laughs> oh, oh, for the sake of humanity, sure, I'll fuck this Chewbacca. And then he comes in five seconds and gets it pregnant. Oh, I'm sorry. That never happens, Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go at least three times as long. Woo! 
Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah? Stop oh, it. Oh, to you, too. <laughs> You're, you can't translate Chewbacca. You're assuming. That was actually... <laughs> They actually get off. They actually get off faster, and they were pleased with my five-second performance. Oh, oh, fuck you! That's not what Chewbacca said. He said I really gave it to him. <laughs> it was a, first of all, it was a female Chewbacca. I can't impregnate a, a guy Chewbacca. Chewbacca is one person. Is one is one Wookie. It's not a whole species. No, they're Wookies. Is the species Chewbacca right. is a okay. specific one? <laughs> I did. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh man! So you guys been watching that Bad Batch stuff or what? Or is it Bad only Batch. just a one? It was just. It was just oh, like a oh, one the Disney Plus movie. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a series. Or is it a series? I'm behind on a bunch of stuff. I got to catch up. All right, intro is written. Let's see if these, uh... How long it is, do you think it... How long do we get into the show, into that gummy, into the volcano bag, before I knock this liquid death over? <sighs> do we say, say during the theme song? You just, you just throw it now against your wall. <laughs> <laughs> There's not anywhere in this room that I would could do that, that it wouldn't explode all over something I deem valuable. What a humble brag. I said that I deem valuable. I didn't say that is valuable, that I deem valuable. Well, yeah, I'm sure Sharon wouldn't mind you just firing that liquid death can off of a He-Man toy, but. Well, no, because then he would have, have to have a nice setup there. He'd have to buy a replacement. And then she's like, oh, fuck, more He-Man stuff. We we need to hold on. I need to get paper out so I can. Oh, should he's got to take notes? This will illustrate a point too. So Wait, do you it, have like an elementary school desk? Do you have a pullout? It. This is actually like a, a kitchen table, like oh. a, a a bar height kitchen table from IKEA that I bought to use as a desk. So that way, and it ha it does have a drawer. Yes. Do you have one of those? computer stands that can raise i have a laptop stand that i do sit the laptop on sometimes but it then blocks the tv which is directly in front of me so yeah and this this is this desk chair isn't actually is only is about an inch or two too low for this table so i've started taking the laptop off of it when we record because then the camera's up here and I look like I'm sitting down real low. So, but do you, have you ever seen one of those desks that can go up and down? Yeah, no, I don't do have they stand up. This you know is what I'm talking about? so I can, this is a comfortable standing height desk for me. Like it's a comfortable standing height if I wanted to do that, but it is not something that also lowers into a seating height desk. This is just all this height all the time. But I so do. you're sitting in bar uh, a bar stool. I am no, I am sitting in a drafting chair, a chair for a drafting table. When Man, we got set up. when we got this, I was sitting in bar stools. Yes, 
I fucking hate bar stools. I hate sitting in them and having my feet dangle. I well, it had uh, the the table. We're getting real into this. The table has a crossbar on the bottom between the legs that is perfect height for me to always rest my feet on. Oh wow! So you had all your bases covered. I did this setup right, and now it's decorated properly. And now your lady just wants to fucking nuke it. <laughs> <laughs> Los Angeles, California, we're the Mad Scientist Party Hour.